Welcome back to One Not Podcasting. Spotify has rolled out Joe Rogan's podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience. It has come on in, and now Billboard is reporting how it's created a $4.8 billion headache. So here's what the story says. Spotify, for whatever reason, they lost 8.8% of their shares on Wednesday, September 2nd, or $4.8 billion of its value as soon as Joe Rogan's back catalog debuted on the platform. And it came on the web on their platform without certain episodes by right-wing personalities. Now, the closing price was 275.62 and a 5.5% drop from the previous day. So right now, again, the price of Spotify for that much, people for whatever reason in the stock market decided to go ahead and bail out. As soon as Joe Rogan's back catalog came from, let's look in the story and see what's going on. Now, first of all, Glenn Peoples is a little bit misguided and misinformed. As a journalist, you'd like to go and make sure you have accurate things being said. He's referred to, Joe Rogan is referred to as a podcaster, comedian, and commentator. Okay, he doesn't understand. He says WWS mixed martial arts telecast. It's UFC, Glenn. UFC. Thank you. The correct answer is UFC. Now, I debuted on Spotify this past Tuesday, excuse me, nearly five months after signing a $100 million deal in May that gives Spotify a worldwide exclusive, but not ownership of its popular podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Now, all of his podcasts prior have shown up. Some of the names that did not show up are some right-wing guests. The names are, and if YouTube hears this or anybody else, listen, I'm just naming the names. Do not penalize me, okay, for those that listen on the, on the video side, but I know quite a few listen on the audio side, and I thank you so much for listening. Really do. Growing audience, I love it, and it's a younger audience. I love that even better. So some of the episodes that are not being featured are episodes with Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, Charles C. Johnson, Gavin McGinnis, and comedian Chris Dahlia, who was recently charged by five women for alleged sexual harassment and improprieties. News of the Missing Podcasts were first reported by Entertainment Weekly, and Spotify did not respond to Billboard's request for comment. So now this catalog dust-up reveals a delicate balance between the streaming service must strike with its content and policies, as they increasingly use podcasts in their long-term strategies. Music is rarely removed from a streaming service's catalog, but there have been times where that happened with Spotify because they listened to the Southern Poverty Law Center when there were multiple groups that were deemed to be racist hate bands. And now a new policy came in for hateful content, but quickly they walked back a provision. Now, any police be cast too wide a net because of the new policy, artists like R. Kelly, Triple X, Tentacion, and Tay K were removed from Spotify's due to editorial recommendation algorithms away from keeping offensive content from hiding, but hiding it from plain sight. That was the idea. Mainstream music is rarely hateful. On the other hand, A-list podcasters can be controversial for their statements on their choice of guests. Dave Rubin, who hosts the Rubin Report, also received criticism for hosting right-wing commentators such as Alex Jones and Laura Southern. In Rogan's case, this broad choice of guests and multi-hour free-willing conversations inherently have a greater chance to offend than shorter scripted podcasts owned by Spotify. Well, how's it going to offend? Okay, why are we censoring? Oh, again, if we're going to do this, why doesn't Joe Rogan just go to regular radio or go to Sirius? He'll get the same kind of treatment. If Spotify's going to take this in, you know, 
you would think they would have listened to the guests he had on his program and would understand if you take the whole library, I would hope the contract includes that the entire library is included. Because I wouldn't know if Joe Rogan would go ahead and then be censored as to which guests he's allowed to have on. I mean, listen, you know, recently he's had guests like, you know, Molly Cyrus or Post Malone. Those are great guests. But we know Joe Rogan is known for a wide casting net of different guests and people that he knows from his space and people he wants to bring into the space to learn, to be educated, to have a wide world view. He is an epitome of free speech and he should be allowed to be doing as such. That's the bottom line. So now the situation has been made trickier by his high profile. So now, what's more, Rogan is licensing his content to Spotify and retaining ownership with a hands-off relationship. So now the rollout on the platform created negative press being by Wall Street. But now, a long-term investor uh, could have sold at a healthy profit, helping turn an embarrassing fumble into a $4.8 billion loss. But here's the thing that Glenn doesn't understand. Maybe the people that sold off saw that censorship was being made. I mean, I'm sorry, Glenn Peoples, why don't you speak to the investors out there? Why don't you speak to some investment hands, like some institutional investors? I mean, Jesus, CNBC has people all the time. They're happy to speak. Go check the John Narzarian or whatever those guys are, you know, or, you know, uh, go find Tillman Fertitta or something like that. He could go and speak to some of this stuff. The point is, if Spotify is going to go and jump in on this, you spend $100 million, stand behind your man. This is your count. This is your client, your talent. Why are you going to go and defend what's going on here? You are allowing this content to be on. If there was an issue, then something should have been said. Or don't take his old content. Don't get take his library. Start on brand new. And then Rogan, if you're going to make him follow a certain parameter as to which guests he can have on, fine. But I don't think Joe Rogan wanted to do that. As far as I know, look, Joe Rogan's moving to Texas. He didn't want to be in California because he doesn't want to be controlled. He doesn't want to have the control of being stuck in a you know quarantine right now during lockdown for COVID. He wants to go somewhere where so he can have freedom. So he and when he goes to Spotify, you would think he wants to have freedom, and that's the point. Now, what they do with the show itself? Put a little open to it. But again, the show's on YouTube. And as far as I know, the Spotify version of the program is not available on video, so that's fine. I still get to watch his show on YouTube. And I mean, I would listen to it probably on Spotify, and that's okay. But Spotify needs to go ahead and realize this this is a precedent they're doing right now because of some of those shows, regardless of who those people are. And please understand he brings some guests that are off the wall talking about UFOs. He had Dan Aykroyd not too long ago talking about skulls that had to do with his vodka that he now has. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's out there, okay? You know, having Eddie Bravo on there or having Joey Diaz and other guests like that. Like, what's wrong with those? There's people that are like regular guests. Are you going to have a problem with that? Spotify needs to go ahead and stand behind their client. There's the money behind it. It's a bad look and a bad part of the relationship. And again, you cannot put the blame on this on Joe Rogan. There's no way. It's not possible. I stand behind Joe Rogan. He is the best of the podcasters, okay? I might be king of podcasts, but he's the top dog. He is the number one podcaster in my mind. I know Call Her Daddy is up there from Barstool Sports, but Joe Rogan, when you're talking about the bar being set as to what kind of show you should have, he's it. That's the guy. Joe Rogan, his podcast. He does it. 
and makes it simple. He does radio simple. And people should understand that. If people are allowing this to go on and we just have conversations, listen, I don't agree with everything he says. Fine. And that's okay. I like that. Because we want to have people with differing opinions and, and also talk to people with differing opinions. Now, by the way, okay, if you want to have issues with right wing guests, then why aren't you attacking Bill Maher, right? I mean, Bill Maher had Milo Yiannopoulos on. He had Stephen K. Bannon on. He had, you know, Ben Shapiro on. Or why don't you go ahead and go after you know, Trevor Noah? He had Tommy Laren on. Like, come on. Let's let's be honest here. Let's actually have a little bit of parameters here and quit trying to go ahead and, you know, make something out of nothing. Okay. All you did by Spotify's end for misappropriating and not including those and omitting those names, you are giving those names popularity again. You are getting them noticed. Do you think anybody was thinking about Gavin McGinnis? or Alex Jones, or Molly Yiannopoulos, unless you kept them out. Did you want to keep Chris Delia's name out of the subject? Well, then you would have just left it in. And that's it. Who would have said something? Those that would have been out crying anyway, that would have had an issue. But again, there would have been no loss and no institutional investors that would have thought any mind to it as to what they did here. But Glenn Peoples here right now for Billboard, he thinks that Rogan adding his content on there cause spotify to take a take a dive no no i'm sorry that's not the way it works i don't believe that at all you could say it was but i don't believe it at all okay it's funny how they go and say that and they put that together look they're still hurting from COVID anyway okay i mean they did they have taken a hit but again that's also because tech companies are all taking a hit so they got as high as what 291 dollars and this was September 2nd. So the program was already up there. So you can't say anything else. The program was already up on September 2nd. And then all of a sudden, we got a hit. But guess what? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in the stock market, everybody took a dive. Okay? Everybody took a dive. Do you understand that? Nobody was doing well. I mean, that's just how it was. I just don't get where, you know, the thought process that, oh, that we got to be worried about that. <laughs> I'm telling you what, what a bunch of crock. Let me tell you something. Tesla, all right? Tesla just they have a split stock right now. Their main stock, okay, on the NASDAQ, it was at a high end, it was 478.98. And then it dropped on September 2nd. It dropped as low as 407. Okay? Now, what about them? Okay, they lost 70 bucks. And then how much money do you think Tesla lost at the same time? Okay, and that's a company that has twice as much money, almost twice as much money and much more popularity than Spotify does. So, again, let's not go ahead and, you know, go ahead and start talking bullshit. Okay, next week, Tuesday, Labor after Labor Day weekend, rather, for those listening to the program, there's a good chance that Spotify will make its money back and they'll come back up as well. So, again, this is a guy that obviously does not know about the stock market and does not understand exactly why the reason the institutional investors decided to do that. But again, it's for a good headline, right? It's a good little paragraph to add in there to create the shock and to go ahead and make an excuse as to why certain podcast guests of the Joe Rogan experience were not featured in the Spotify version. We'll keep an eye on this, of course.